0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hello there and welcome to this shiny, bright new edition of the podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. I've got a couple things I need to wrap with you about before we get started. This house is uh, really dirty, so I got a lot of house cleaning to do. This intro is going to be a little bit longer than normal, but make sure you still listen through because parts of it involve you getting... Potentially free gear and swag and stuff. So you want to listen to the whole thing and make sure you don't miss any of those opportunities. And I'll be as fast as I can. I promise. Okay. Uh, a few episodes ago, you guys might remember I did a sort of a sort of a contest. I needed some new iTunes reviews. I mean, I always need new iTunes reviews. So if you're if you're enjoying the program, if you could slide over there and drop us a drop us a review, that would be amazing. Helps people find the show. Helps people know what they're getting into. All that sorts of stuff. And so during that time period, I don't know if you remember, but I was saying my favorite review was going to get some swag or some prizes. So I did pick that review. I sent it out in a email here uh, last week, but I did not get a response. So I want to give a shout out to whoever Spectacular is, S-V-E-C-T-A-C-U-L-A-R, the Left a review on May 18th, and it was a very, very nice review. In fact, they were all very nice reviews. There was uh, like 22 of them or 25 of them or something that came in, and they were all really nice. I was expecting some of you people to roast me a little bit, but everyone was was exceedingly kind. So thank you very much for all those, and if you feel like dropping a review, that would be great. It's always helpful. So Thank you. Thank you very much for that. And yeah, spectacular Uh, go ahead and shoot me an email, info at tonemob.com. got to get some swag your way, or message me, or whatever. Get a hold of me somehow. You know how to get a hold of me. Okay, I haven't talked about the Patreon episodes in this portion of the podcast very much lately, so I thought I would plug that again. You go to tonemob, no, go to patreon.com slash tonemob, you can see several different options there. You know, at $5 a month, you start getting extra episodes. So if this is a a thing you enjoy, this is something that brightens your week up, you can get a double dose right to your preferred podcast player even. So it's pretty cool, and it's, you know, it's, what do they say? What's the classic thing? It's less than a fancy coffee every month, and you'll get lots and lots of extra hours of entertainment. In fact, you'll get access to all of the back episodes of which there is over a regular Works Week. (laughs) Works Week? Works week. work week work we i'm i'm done i shouldn't do tongue twisters like that work weeks worth of listening work weeks worth that was rough it was rough for me uh yeah so there's over 40 episodes over there you can eat your heart out and yeah thank you very much for all of those that are supporting via patreon that's great and there'll be a fresh one in there for you this evening if you're listening to this right now anyway uh we sent out a bunch of hats and some custom copper sound flashlights and a bunch of other things for some of the upper tier members over there. And yeah, we're, we're doing, we're trying to do as much as we can for the Patreon folks. They, they, they really help out a lot with, with their donations. So thank you to all of you folks. And if any of you are interested, that is the place to go. You like pedals, right? That's the thing that you're into. You like guitar effects. You like guitar gear and things like that. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Well, did you know that you can win stuff just by listening to this podcast? Some of you do. A lot of you do, in fact. You just gotta listen to the podcast and answer a little trivia every month. Once a month, I'm giving away guitar stuff to those that are subscribed to the Tone Mob newsletter. So all you have to do is listen to the podcast, Let's make sure you catch all the episodes, because you never know where I'm gonna pull the trivia question from, and then once a month... Either at the very end of the month or the very beginning of the next month, I send out an email with a trivia question about something that was covered in the podcast that month. And the first person to reply with the correct answer wins whatever that month's prize is. The last one I gave out was a Love Pedal HSR-3. It's its multi-mode reverb pedal, which is really, really, really cool. And yeah, we gave it away to who won? Mr. Douglas Lawson one with the correct answer. I asked something about the Mike Mitchell episode from last month, and he was the first person to respond with the correct answer, so he gets a pedal. Who knows what it's going to be this month, so make sure you go to ToneMob.com, hit the tab that says Join the Mob. That's where you can join the newsletter and make sure you get in on that. All I'm going to send you is a weekly newsletter covering the new episode that came out and any little updates that I don't get to in, in these. I don't like to do these very often because they're long. Nobody's here for that. They're here for interviews. So I'm trying to minimize this, but you'll get a weekly email from me regarding the goings on in Tone Bob land and the new episode and any other pertinent information. I'm not selling these addresses. I'm not giving them to anybody. These are all just so you can hear from me uh, about things that you care about. So you just hit the join the mob tab and you just put in your information and you it's real easy. So we're doing that once a month. We're going to do that. It's been awesome. It's been really a lot of fun. People have been digging it. And we're just going to keep on keeping on because people seem to enjoy it. So, yeah, that's enough on that subject. Now, I have to tell you about Gun Street Wiring Shop. Gun Street Wiring Shop out of Bend, Oregon. Oh, man, Sean and the crew down there making the finest wiring harnesses in the game. And if you haven't noticed, they can do weird stuff, too. Yeah, they do the 50s wiring. They got the 60s. They got the treble bleed circuits. They got all that stuff. They got your three-way strat, or excuse me, three-way tele things. They got all kinds of stuff. They can do that. But you know what else they do? Whatever you need. So if you have a crazy idea or you got a crazy guitar that needs the wiring upgraded in it, email Sean and he will get you sorted. Trust me, I've seen it too many times at this point. The man knows what he's doing and they make great harnesses and the customer service is absolutely top-notch over there. So go to GunStreetWiringShop.com Tell them I sent you. Also, Sinusoid. Sinusoid Sinusoid.com. Sinusoid Pro Audio Couture. The ones with a 100 year warranty. Yeah, oh yeah. The ones that make you smile. You know who they are. Sinusoid.com for all of your instrument cable needs. Whether it's a patch cable, instrument cable, speaker cable, they have you covered. Even better, you can do it all in their custom cable builder. You can select the color of TechFlex you want, you can select the brand of cable, you can select what ends you want, straight, right angle, like anything, anything. The Custom Cable Builder is where it's at and it's all at sinusoid.com. That's where you go when you know. And they've been supporting this podcast for years, so if you're supporting the SOID, you're supporting the, supporting, (laughs) I'm leaving that in, you're supporting the show and obviously, we need to keep the lights on around here. So go to sinusoid.com, check them out. They've got a hundred year warranty. Did I mention that already? hundred year warranty. Best in the business. Go to sinusoid.com. Okay, I'm gonna stop. This monologuing is really hard. I don't know how other podcasters do it. This is this is difficult for me. I gotta have I gotta have somebody else to go off of or ugh, anyway. Alright, I got some other people to go off of here. I got Clint and Taylor from Deep Space Devices. This one gets way off into the weeds. It goes all over the place. It's awesome. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So without further ado, on with the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the ToneMob.com podcast, the show about guitar tone and the people behind it. I'm your host, Blake Weiland, and with me today, I have Clint McDuffie and Taylor Adams from Deep Space Devices. What's how's it going on? on, fellas? Hey, what's going on? Doing good. Yeah. Oh, you just guys just switched gears all of a sudden. They were so animated <laughs> off the air, and then like we clicked record, and they're like, hey, Blake, how's it going?
1: Like it's NPR or something. We got multiple personnel. Oh, Come on, gosh. man. You got to be more animated. <laughs> He's squirting water on me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay there we, we go. gotta
0: find somewhere in between okay in, all between, right. the, in between spraying water and npr that's all right, that's too much. All right
2: I'll, I'll dial it back
0: oh man that's great this is gonna be great i can tell um so you guys uh you guys run deep space devices uh which is something i've been you know has been on my radar for a little bit and i don't know why you haven't come on the show before now but finally was like clint We got to make this happen. And so we've made it happen. And here we are. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you guys. So how's it going over there?
1: We're excited too. We're just... uh, I guess you could say we're still kind of waking up. Or I think
2: Taylor is, but... I'm good, dude. You're good. I'm wide awake. I get up at 5.30 every morning. and have some coffee. I make some tea. You're a liar.
0: No, it's true. Why are you getting up at 5.30 every morning?
2: Dude, because i don't actually i wake up at like two are you serious yeah
0: that's a bad sleep schedule i mean it's why a do you, pretty good one you get up, no why are you getting up at two what time are you going to bed
2: oh uh so you know i mean i go to bed at like 5 a.m and then wake up at two.
0: Oh well I, you know that works are you working that, like third shift
2: no i'll just be playing like you know Overwatch. video games <laughs> at night <laughs>
0: Just sitting there, getting sucked into the, uh, I don't even know. I'm so out of games, I can't even, I don't even know. Like, what are you playing, Mario Kart or something? I'm not even yeah.
2: sure. I, yeah, I play uh,
1: Mario Dash on my phone. Dude, I have to, like, tell <laughs> my wife to not get any games or get anything for me, because dude, it'll, dude, it'll dude. distract me, Chill out, and then is- she got a, a Nintendo Switch, and now I'm hooked. This is this is a guitar podcast? Okay, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, stop talking about video
1: games,
0: Clint. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't know where to begin. Newest system I have is a Nintendo 64, so I'm way out of the gaming.
2: That's the best one, man. That's the golden age of gaming. It takes me
0: back to the days, for sure.
2: Pokemon Stadium.
1: Like, oh, man. All right, all right, chill out, nerd. Okay, okay, I'll stop.
0: (laughs) Chill out, nerd. (laughs) Put that on a t-shirt, that's great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't have a slogan. Everyone else has a slogan. What's the... the, Metaverse has oh man make noise not war yeah i got a backpack right here that's a great slogan and it then it's
1: not uh, uh, the best you can't top it
2: no I, I can top it what um chris from dusky uh oh god what is it hang on let's hang let's, on. let's move on no, no no breadboarding is not a crime <laughs> oh i like that that's
1: wonderful
0: <laughs> is it like Breadboarding fun? is not oh. a crime
1: fuzz RS actually sent us some stickers of that which is really really cool
2: wait is, it, is that his slogan or is that and that's his slogan okay dude I, I was like uh he had some stickers at his booth and i was just like hey give me one that's hilarious i think that's what it was called but
0: yeah i like the adventure audio one was uh feedback feedback is an art dude
1: dude it's i had that in the back
0: of my car and like that's awesome I loved it. I was wanting to like uh, add a pedal
1: to my order too, and I was like, ah, I need to save, so I ordered like four or five stickers <laughs> instead. Uh, I squirt water again in my eyes. <laughs> okay,
0: sorry. I gotta say, this is a podcast first. Like, I feel like, he's squirting you like you would a dog that's misbehaving. He's like, yeah, You're not bad. squirt. So whenever he rambles,
2: I just have to like lightly mist him. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> so like. My
1: story's going like me going to the store. <laughs> that story will be about an hour. Like I just can't help it. Like and I and I admit it. I just well, you, can't. You help
2: like it. you like to fill in the background details that you don't really need to fill in sometimes. I'd be good at writing a good book, but it just uh, I barely read. Yeah, I'd but it'd be no more stuff. like like a, a a Tolkien book. Like you'd have like your own language that you invented. Um, you know, it worked
0: elves. out pretty good for him.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <I take laughs> yeah, it really it.
0: did.
1: They actually released a trailer recently of a Tolkien like biography, like about Tolkien. How do we? How oh, do we get on? really? Yeah. Like I'm actually really
0: looking forward to that. I I want to see that. I'm all about that.
1: Yeah, for real. I'm really excited about that. But yeah, I'm so sorry. We're so off track.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, the, I can tell that's just gonna be how this episode is. So. You know, if people if people are, are not liking the off the off track, they should probably just wait till the next week or something. <laughs> yeah, just skip it's, out. It's just, this
2: podcast. I'm sorry, everyone.
0: <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be one of those. Uh, I love these kind. They're my favorite. So let's get right into it, though. And I don't know which one of you wants to take this question first. Uh, I, I know this is going to be this is going to be a, a lengthy one because that's how this question goes. But so you both have some sort of a musical backstory and and a way that has led you guys to what you're doing today, and I want to know what that story is.
2: Hold up, do we get to discuss math rock? Because uh,
0: we can talk math be rock.
2: Be a double length uh, podcast. I'll I'll make this go on for two hours.
0: You can you can educate me on the maths and the rock.
2: Okay. All right. You You're me to go first. Yeah, you go first.
0: Paper? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess
1: um, to elaborate more on that question, do you want it to be more like what brought it to kind of how Deep Space came about?
0: Well, I feel like, you know, at some point in your childhood, you were like, hmm, guitars and stuff are pretty cool. And yeah. I want to start there.
2: Weren't you a Kiss fan? Didn't you no. really like Kiss? No. And you were like, no. I love the way that they can mold pop conventions into rock and roll. All and night. And seem- partying every day. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember you talking about it, and you had the DVD live set. Remember?
1: I don't remember any of this. I just remember watching anime and trying to play the theme songs when I was th- 13. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you
0: serious?
1: No, I'm not being serious. <laughs> but no, I guess... you um, tell them about your favorite anime. Stop. Please. You this have isn't
0: to- the Tone Jerks podcast. Come on. Yeah. In the ah,
1: church. He, I, he knows about me.
2: he knows oh god
1: okay so uh i'll tell mom i'll start them go with yours okay. so mine probably isn't as lengthy sailors is pretty it's actually pretty incredible to be honest but um of course you know just starting young around 12 13 somewhere around there i guess it would be uh 12 years of just playing but i started out as a bass at heart i'm a bass player and um of course, along the way, you're going to be picking up a guitar. But in the South, like in Alabama, there's always like, well, where we're from in uh, like Gadsden, in the Gadsden area, there's always a hardcore scene. So there's, you know, all these hardcore bands. And every now and then you'll see some experimental the, bands. i not
2: interrupt. There's also Yellow Wolf.
1: Oh, yeah. We
2: have Yellow Wolf in Gadsden. Yes. All right, go ahead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But with the um hardcore bands, it was weird because I used to play in a little um indie indie band. I guess just being different back then, and I never was too much into pedals or anything. This is always bass playing to moving forward with, you know, well just bettering myself as a bass player. You know, being the in, playing the indie stuff, more math rock kind of stuff, but. Not as extensive what Taylor's story is, but You're trying
2: any- to relate to me.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just good. And um, of course, I'm not saying it all comes sitting in like the bands and stuff like that, but getting college going and stuff, just really taking up my time and stuff. But, you know, getting through college, well, halfway through college, I was um went to UAB, University of Alabama at Birmingham, and I started working at North Face. And From there, I got my business degree at UAB and went full time and traveled with North Face. I know that's so random, like, you know, the outdoor kind of I was kind of in the outdoor industry, kind of traveling, uh, doing like training for some uh, other stores and stuff like that. And I was mainly stationed in Birmingham. But during that, I was um, throughout that whole period. That's when the whole pedal game was kind of going on. And of course, every paycheck, like all of us with pedals, getting a new pedal every week, and just exp- being, you know, just trading all. You, you know how you know how the game is. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I've, but then um, I was playing a played a little uh post rock, ambient, experimental kind of deal called Gallant Warren, and we would, um, I mean. With that, you know, with playing shows, I mean, it's like, there's it always, a lot of times you see with, like, post-rock bands always, like, projectors, some, like, visual effects, all that kind of stuff. And we would always do stuff like that, um, do little short runs here and there. But then, of course, every show, we, it was always pedals, 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 pedals with band. And if it wasn't pedals, then we weren't hanging. I don't, I wasn't, like, a jerk. <laughs> it was just like that was always a... Like a big topic kind of thing, which is really cool because in Birmingham, um, it's about forty five minutes from Gadsden, from where I was, where I'm uh, originally from. Birmingham is a pretty um, multi genre kind of area. I mean, they have a lot of, um, well, a lot of torn bands. I guess, uh, I guess you can say, like, was it a Saturn that the venue in Birmingham?
2: Yeah, that's the guy from uh Manor Astro Man. What was that venue?
1: Yeah, I think so. But, you know, we would um place up, play like around round there and all that. But then, of course, going down the whole, being in the whole pedal venture while working at North Face, of course, you wanted to know how these things work. And that's when when I get fixated on something, it's like I'm not going to be talking to anybody. I'm going to be learning this. And that's during my travels with North Face, that's when I was just, just learning as much as I can. And honestly, I wish I started out just not knowing anything and trying to build something on a breadboard and blown it up instead of trying to learn everything and then trying stuff out because like being more hand, I've always been like a hands-on kind of person and that just uh, I didn't do that right. <laughs> but um, my story isn't that like, crazy detailed or like exciting to be honest. Cause I mean, it was just um, Taylor's is more the, I guess uh, in detail, like with bands and stuff like that. But mine's just learn, just taught myself like with pedals and everything. And of course, deep down my dream kind of job kind of deal is to start my own effects pedal company. Cause I was just, of course, you know, obsessed with it. So that's kind of where, uh, well talking with Taylor about creating deep space and then that's where it kind
0: of, when did you meet Taylor and, and all that? Like, I feel like that piece of the puzzle is missing from this tale.
1: Uh, I think, um, when I was playing like in the whole, this little, little indie, indie band beats our property, Taylor came out, uh, one of our bandmates uh, in Beeside Property, he invited Taylor and some other other um, other people to come jam with us. And we kind of, that's the first time we met, but we really didn't, uh, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I thought you were all a little bit much to handle and I felt anxiety the first time meeting you. <laughs> I'm, I,
2: I give that impression to everyone and I swear to God, it's not intentional.
1: And then, um, but then like, you know, a few months pass and we jam here and there but then a few years later um well over the years just seeing each other at shows that's when we kind of got the idea of who we are and everything it's like the anxiety kind of went away but then again Taylor might have like a different picture oh yeah name. dude
2: I got, I got deep rooted grudges against you I was always like oh, I hate that guy so much would you like to elaborate no no dude I just I elaborated pretty well on that I mean I hate you, and I wish... I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm kidding. You just saw my, my I smile. I know. You, you were sweating. You are sweating beads over there. I'm just, yeah. I'm just playing. No. Yeah, we uh, we started the company when he just randomly hit me up for art. He said, hey, I'm building a pedal, uh, and I don't know how to draw. Please, okay. Please put something on the top of this.
1: Well, it was more elaborate than that. <laughs> I was talking to him like, you know, art is kind of a... That's something that I'm kind of I'm pretty into. I'm and I know Taylor is very into that because I'm Taylor does incredible um, artwork for a lot of different things. He he does a lot of um, designs for uh, bands and a lot in the math rock community. But like a uh, uh, like show posters and what else would you say?
2: I'm like the merch guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, yeah, like. Um, The World is a Beautiful Place, bands like that, like uh, doing T-shirts, designs and stuff like that. And so I thought like, you know, with his work and everything, we thought, you know, we could really collaborate and make something pretty cool. You know, that kind of give like your artwork, like the idea when you look at these pedals, kind of, you know, catches people's eye, of course. But I mean, it's just like when you see this artwork, you kind of get get, like an idea of what it's going to be like, if that makes sense.
2: Man, I will say that it's been difficult trying to uh, figure out layouts and stuff. Cause um in the beginning some of the prints that we sent off or some of the pedals that we sold weren't uh, they weren't the best graphically because uh we couldn't figure out, you know we, we did like didn't measure the knobs with a multimeter, not a multimeter, uh, uh yeah. calipers, uh, right? Uh, yeah caliper. Uh we didn't measure the knobs so we would I would put like a, a tiny dot down, and then the text would be like too pushed up into the knob. Gotcha. gotcha. So it it seems <laughs> really small, but I feel like it has a huge impact on um, on the look of the pedal if the, if the layout's just slightly askew. And plus, it really bothers me as as like a a designer. <laughs> yeah. So so we had to. Uh, I, I've I've started getting Clint to like measure everything. So now, now everything is measured like the diameters of, of the knobs, um, like the wording and everything.
1: Like I did get the, you a lot of measurements before, but it was like to the like the maximum detail. Now, like it's, I mean, you know, we uh, we don't do uh, our enclosure prints. We wish we did, but printing this. Much of detailed artwork on aluminum enclosures is difficult, <laughs> but I mean UV printers and stuff like that. I mean that that definitely gets the job done, though.
0: Yeah, well, I think I think your pedals do look awesome. So you guys are doing a, a great job on that. I uh, I particularly like the art uh, on the uh, the Trigonaut. I think I said that right. Yeah. I think that's just so rad looking. And that's, that's like one of the first things I noticed. I was like, man, these things look cool. And uh, so you're doing a good job with that, Taylor.
1: Hey, well, thank you, man. I yeah. appreciate that. And we're uh, making sure that they sound all right, too. <laughs> so oh, yeah. That's the other familiar. thing is, you know,
2: they got to they gotta sound good.
0: <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, sort of. <laughs> yeah, they could know. sound bad if that's your intention. Mm. And then it's fine. You know what I mean? What, so we just do a limited batch. We make them look really good. And then they're just empty
2: on the inside.
0: <laughs> well, it's a, that's for hiding stuff in. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's just a different purpose.
1: I, I can't tell you how many ideas we have for April Fools' kind of stuff. But
0: <laughs> can I spoil one? Yeah. No, don't. No, no, don't spoil it. It's almost here. It's so good because I, I have
2: the design ready and everything. I've done. Like- we can
0: spoil it off the air. I'm. I love the April Fools' stuff. It's so much fun.
2: Earthquaker
1: debosses are kings when it comes to
2: that. I don't know, man. I, this one I got in the bag. It's really good. Let me tell you.
0: I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see it. So, Taylor, you you take that question and run with it. What's uh? What's your story?
1: Uh, do you want me to repeat the question?
2: Uh, no. Um, <laughs> Clint, you're always supportive of me. And I, I, I just like that, man. I like that about you.
1: It, you're making this weird.
2: Please go. Dude, you're weird. Anyways. Um, yeah, I don't know. I Again, I met Clint through the scene, what scene we have here. Um, I started out playing music uh, literally from the get-go, just playing math rock stuff, which is um, it's like progressive rocks punk cousin. Um, and then like without the flutes and stuff and none of the theatrics. <laughs> um, none of it? None of the theatrics. We just get out there. Let Sorry. me let me just throw this in there. I,
0: agree to disagree. Yeah. I don't know if there's none of the theatrics.
2: Let me just throw this
1: in there real quick. Like Blake, do you know how there's that friend that says like, you know, I, I play and stuff like that, but then really they're incredible like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what Taylor's doing right now.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I got and, you. I, um, I know that guy.
1: Yeah. I'm not boasting or anything about him or exaggerating, but it's like I just wish he would uh, play more.
2: <laughs> I, I, I do stuff. <laughs> I don't know, man. I have a hard time um, telling my backstory. I was kind of kidding earlier when I said it was going to take two hours. Uh, I I just played in a I played in um a couple of bands. Uh my main project is something called uh, Mount Vesuvius Death March. Alright. I like it. <laughs> it's not death metal. It sounds like it's gonna be death metal or like some black metal. <laughs> but uh it's not. It's it's just like it's kinda happy, you know?
1: In a sense, like it's um I mean you're That's not That's kinda be-
0: like a, that seem seems to be like a and you will know us by the trail of the dead type of situation. Like it's not sure. really what it sounds like.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And there's a, oh, let see, what's the other one? Anyways. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's a project where I just get uh, people I've met along the way to, to, to do stuff. Um, like Chris Segakis uh, is, is our drummer. Um, and I have another drummer here uh, Ellie Russo. Um, you played in another band with me called, uh, called, Pace House, which is more moody and, and, and broody. <laughs> but it's good, but, uh, <laughs> that's an accurate description, dude. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mount Vesuvius is just like, uh, very similar to the sound of animals fighting where you just get a ton of people together and you go, all right. Uh, Just play over this wacky stuff that I created and let's hope it sounds good.
0: Okay. All right. So,
2: uh, yeah, I mean, there's. um, So it's Chris Sagakis, who's. uh, He he actually plays on The Sound of Animals Fighting, which is a weird coincidence, but. um, Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. uh, And uh, Akinori Yamamoto from the band Light. um, There's. Uh, Mike McDonough from Via Luna uh, it's, I mean it's, it's like I just took everyone in the math rock scene and then threw them on a record and get them to um, you know <laughs> play in 2716 <laughs> <27-16.
0: laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever that is jeez an instant headache <laughs> man but you, you didn't just start out playing math rock, though, did you? You didn't All just right. wake up as a young boy and be like, I'm going to do... That kind no, of I, I
2: legit did. I'm not even kidding. I, I So there's a record that ruined my life. It's um uh, Today's Active Lifestyles by Paul Vo. Okay, I listened to that, yeah. and it, it changed my life. Let me tell you.
1: I thought it was Cap- Captain Beefheart.
2: And Captain Beefheart. I love Captain Beefheart. I just try and recreate Trap Mask Replica and then, you know, fail in doing so. That's what Mount Vesuvius is. Okay.
0: You're attempting it. recreating that. All right. It's so weird because it's like,
1: that's kind of like your musical background, like your favorite groups. And like, it's always like my favorite groups being like explosions in the sky and stuff like that. Like the theatrical kind of visuals and like, um, yeah, cl- climactic. You know breaks and all
2: that kind of stuff. Uh, Ambient. I'm more general. of a Zappa guy. Okay, how are we
0: friends? <laughs> <laughs> Through a mutual love of pedals. Yeah, yeah. Okay. God, pedals brings the world together. Of yeah. course. Man.
1: Well, I am helping you. Oh, I am doing a little bit of the bass in the Mount Vesuvius thing. And my God, it's it it's tough. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but it, it's fun. But yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, it's um, my. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to check this out. It's uh, my I'm, very I'm prepared.
2: <laughs> well, it, it's my very masochistic project where I get uh, famous people to, um, you know, attempt weird time signatures.
1: If Mount Vesuvius Death Mars like takes like takes off like crazy, it's okay. If, I mean, we can end deep space. It's,
2: okay. it's not gonna take off because I can never release this record that I've been working on for. You know, four years. Well, that's everyone.
0: <laughs> Why can't you release this record? I don't understand.
2: Uh, It's just too much, man. I The personnel is like 25 people. Yeah. And I'm trying to, to juggle everyone's schedules and doing it poorly. I told you I'd manage it. No, you didn't. Are you, are you telling me you'll manage it?
1: I, I can help, yeah.
2: Okay. Well, it's yeah. on record. There yeah. it is. Yeah. This I, is recorded, dude. Okay. It's All
0: recorded. Right. There's... A few thousand people just heard you say that right now. I'm about to throw up. So now you're on. Now you're on the hook.
2: There's no pressure.
0: Yeah. No, so if this doesn't come, if this record doesn't come out in six months, I'm going to blame you, Clint.
1: That's totally fine. I'll get it out tomorrow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so right. you said you kind of got like a, a who's who of the math rock scene to get on on board with this record. How is that? Is this just by you being involved? heavily in the scene or how do you get kind of these you know higher level people in that and you just like you just do what i do you just slide into their dms and cross your fingers or what do you do
2: i mean sometimes but half the time it's just like the community is so small um that everyone just sort of knows each other
0: okay Um, makes
2: sense or, or knows someone that knows someone and then they'll hit me up and go, "Hey, you should put this person on the record." And I go, "Sweet." And then delay the record by another year. Now, because
0: you're, <laughs> you're waiting for them to get off a tour and come into your studio. Yeah, or... and, and that's that's not something
2: I'm complaining about. I'm just saying it's uh, it's a challenge to try and uh, to 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 juggle everyone. Um, they're all very talented,
1: creative people. Um, the math rock, I mean, community. I mean, that's kind of like a. Deep Space has been getting kind of involved with that too. So, I mean, it's kind of like a market for that, which is kind of odd too, because, like, you know, like with the Golem, that's kind of like a, people have said it's like a doom drive. And I'm just like, you play math rock, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. But, but I, I, I think this is another thing that can kind of like support it. But there's this guy in the math rock com- community known as Ken Hickey. I, I know. You don't want me
0: to bring that up. No oh, God, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! Now I feel like you have to almost. Yeah, we uh, have to,
2: dude.
0: Just that's it. Yeah, I'm done.
2: Really?
1: <laughs> okay. So, no, it's this. Uh, it's kind of like a parody account, and no one knows who it is. And oh, people follow this guy, and uh, it's kind of like, um, it gives like the persona of like a, kind of like a.
2: I feel like we narrowed down your audience from like a thousand people to one by talking about math rock.
0: I I honestly I have I have no idea because I, I we've got I've got dad rockers I've got punk rockers I've got a uh, country guy I got it's it's everybody it's everybody so okay. who knows
2: all right yeah, never mind yeah I feel less bad well this
1: Ken Hickey guy he's like um, a persona of like, a, like an older... older dad playing um uh math rock and he's actually followed a a pretty good bit in the math rock community because it's hilarious but no
2: one knows who he is and i love how you're you're making this a mystery but very clearly you're alluding to me controlling the account and yeah i so i just made a parody account of all of the (laughs) of all of the uh rock uh, stereotypes that I could make fun of.
0: <laughs> and I, okay. did, I did
2: it through the guy.
0: I don't. Know, I gotta stop you for a second. That was just kind of hilarious to me. Like, because I really didn't know. Because I'm like not in the room with you, so I'm not like watching the body language. So he's I'm like, like, he's like staring at you. I wonder it. who this. Who, wonder who this mystery guy is. Like I'm I'm scratching my chin. I'm like, I wonder if we can figure this out. And then all of a sudden, well, it's just Taylor.
1: So <laughs> I, I really... <laughs> no one knows that. I don't know if Taylor <laughs> will me to announce it, but
2: <laughs> yeah, I am Ken Nikki. Uh, <laughs> I make all the beams. Um, they, whether you find them funny or not, you know, it's me. I'm sorry.
0: So, so how do you spell that?
2: Oh, he's looking it up, dude.
0: Yeah. How do you spell that? Everyone wants to pull this up on, pull over in your car and look this up on Instagram.
2: No, please don't. It
1: is K K E N Uh space H I C K E R Y. Is that right? I think, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Hickory.
0: Wait, what'd you just say? H H I C
1: K E Y. E Y, yeah. I don't know. I put E R.
0: Ken Hickey. Yeah. Why don't I see Ken Hickey? good oh yes ken ken dot hickey
2: oh no. no is this on twitter
0: I'm uh, on, oh is it not on instagram it's on twitter i went uh, to i went to instagram that's my go-to uh,
2: yeah we can uh we
1: can definitely
0: uh it may be on instagram i give think you a,
1: give you a link after
0: so i everyone asked
2: me where i got the picture from and literally all i did um was i just typed in ken hickey and google and then chose the first image um and mm. then later on, I felt bad about doing that because it was just some random guy. So, so I uh, after it got a little uh, some amount of traction, um, I had to use a stock photo to save that guy. I see. Yeah, because I don't want to impersonate anyone online except for people that have already signed their rights away to stock photos. They're free game. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> that's oh, that's one hundred percent fine. Yeah, it's like that's part of the deal with the stock photos. How would you feel if you were the guy that's uh, that's like the the thumbs up kind of cringy faced older guy that you're just in every meme ever? Oh, you know talked I mean? about the guy that's uh Harold? Is I think him? his yeah, I think his name is Harold. Yeah, the white white hair, kind of short stubbly beard, and he just always looks like he's in pain. Oh <laughs> man. I would live up to it. See, like, I feel so
1: bad. Ready.
2: Everyone on the internet is they're psychopaths, but not me. I have empathy, and that's why I ended up changing this guy's picture. Yeah. Yeah. I can be nice
0: sometimes. So, yeah, you do have a heart.
2: I have a heart, yeah. yeah.
0: You're right. Everyone on the internet is a psychopath. That's true, man. I'm telling you. Especially the podcasters. You can't, you can't trust those guys. You can't treat them like people. No, they're not. They're animals. Filthy animals. <laughs> Terrible animals. <laughs> Well, I don't know where we, how we got there, but yeah. so basically, uh, you you have a long musical backstory, but you can sum it up in 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 two words, really, and, yeah. and that you just say math rock. Yeah, that's my musical backstory. End yeah. of story. Yeah, I play I play math rock. Wait, that well, that was four words. Math yeah, rock. just math rock. Just what's your what's your musical backstory? Math rock. That's yeah. my musical. <laughs>
1: yeah and somehow i got sucked into it and deep space is kind of somehow
2: in it i keep losing bass players people are like i don't want to play in 27 oh. and i'm like please i can't find any other bassists that want to do it um but you know i've got i've got my buddy clint here who can help me write my- this music and put the record out right my fingers are bleeding <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, what Clint didn't tell you is he, he plays post-rock music. He, he does uh, he does some ambient drum. Wait, did you already say this? Yeah, I already
0: said that. Okay, never mind. Yeah, he, yeah, he said the Explosions in the Sky, I instantly, like, got it. No, yeah. I know where you're coming from.
1: Yeah, I always had to tell people, like, oh, yeah, you know, Explosions in the Sky. I was like, no, okay, have you seen Friday Night Lots? And I, I hate having to say that, but, you know, <laughs> being the soundtrack for it. And then they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. I, I love the I love the music. And I was like, okay, just picture that. You know when and they lose the game?
2: Like when the music starts playing, they're like, We've trained all year for this, and this movie is gonna be the next Remember the Titans? Yeah. And then it's not. Okay. Yeah. And then Galahun comes and then on. It's
0: not- Yeah. I you know, I have heard explosions in the sky that I've never seen Friday night lights, so there's that.
1: Okay, that oh man, you're you're an angel. Okay. That's that's
0: perfect. <laughs> All right, so we've talked about the math rock and we've talked about the post rock and the dad rock and all the other kinds of rock that there are. But what we haven't actually talked about is your pedals. What do what what do you make? Tell me about your stuff. What's going on? Well,
1: so I guess uh, the best way to kind of go about it is talk about the plan that we are kind of starting out because you know we're we're only about a year, what three three months old or so. And uh, we're honestly more than grateful from where we're at now. And like the first year, yeah, no kidding. We,
2: I had no idea that you know we, we'd get to this point. <laughs> and like the first year, we wanted to go ahead and
1: right now we just have like our drives and well, distortion overdrive. And um, uh, well, I'm just gonna say it's like a octa glitch stutter overdrive. We want to go ahead and have. The loud pedals, pretty much um, available uh, from the get go, which is the uh, the Red Ghost, which is just your one knob dis- uh, distortion with um with like some sag uh, sag or like a uh, like getting that dying battery effect kind of features, and then you have the Golem, which a lot of people have said it's like a a Doom Drive. A lot of people have said it's like a parametric EQ uh, drive. I mean, just think of it as like a uh, a drive with a lot of base presence, but uh, with a lot of different uh, features with it going from uh, silicone germanium, um, just the you know the whole nine yards pretty much. But with the Trigonaut, we're kind of want to release that uh, since it was still an overdrive, but with the octave, octave uh, glitch stutter kind of features but kind of like an introduction into what we're going to be focusing on uh, moving forward, which is going to be more experimental. And I mean, I guess you can say the, the weirder kind of pedals, which that's what I personally love and what, you know, mainly use. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, that was pretty much an introduction of it. And right now we're actually, um, it's mainly going. You'll definitely be seeing like delays and reverbs, and I mean I can go and kind of say that. I mean like the reverb, not the reverb, the delay is pretty much done. But recently, right before we went to Winter NAM, we released a photo. Uh, well, we post like a photo of like this little mini synth that was uh, cooked up together because at previous um, Stompbox exhibits and Summer NAM, and um, we would always bring this mini synth with us. That was a little bit bigger than the mini synth that we brought uh, with us to Winter NAM, and a lot of folks would be asking about that mini synth. Like, oh, what is this? And it was a—it um, was actually the Ruchi handmade electronics uh, mini synth. And that thing is—it's just super fun, pretty much. It's like um, a lot of cool little things you can do with it. But I mean, if you didn't have a guitar or anything, you just plug it in through that and just go from there. And so we thought. A lot of people are asking about this. Let's just make our own real quick. Well, we got way too much feedback about like, are you going to make this? Please make it or put it out. And so within the next two weeks, yeah, it'll be two weeks or, or so we're going to be releasing a little mini scent. i see it as a toy (laughs) and I, because I mean, I have fun with it so much, but I mean, I'm actually, I'm, Sure, we're both looking forward to seeing what people uh, will be able to do with it in a creative sense. But I mean, I've already been getting pretty funky with it. But it's a, uh, it's kind of a cool thing. But yeah, just mainly like more the experimental weird stuff you'll be seeing moving forward. Yeah, and like, I mean, yeah, I,
0: yeah. Uh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh no! Uh, like with the distortion and drive and uh, the octa glitch stutter, um, triggernaut overdrive. I mean there's like little as its annex uh, with doing you know not your usual distortion or drive too so it's just like little things that we uh, added to cuz we didn't want it just to be like here you know your um i guess something just different i guess i mean of course we want to make something different but something that actually stood out from other drives and distortions and stuff but i mean we can Definitely uh, move moving forward with the more delays and reverbs get and modulation kind of stuff. We'll definitely be able to exaggerate what we mean by experimental and stuff like that moving forward. Hopefully that makes sense, what I'm trying to say.
0: Man, guys. uh, Well, we'll tell the people what's happening, I suppose. The people deserve to know. We had a, a guy blowing leaves. We had internet gremlins, we had all kinds of stuff just happen in the last few minutes that just tried to, really tried to sabotage this podcast, but I'm glad you guys are persevering and not allowing that to happen.
2: Yeah, no, I, uh, my, we have ne- well, my neighbor <laughs> is trying to like siphon my Wi-Fi. so I'm sorry if, uh, there's any attacks on this transmission.
0: Oh, is that what's going on? The neighbor is trying to crack in, the neighbor's trying to be a guest on the show. He's trying to hack it.
2: Yeah, you you said uh, internet gremlins. That's you know, he's trying to uh, to disrupt this. You do have a weird neighbor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tell me about your neighbor. What's your neighbor like?
2: Okay. All right. Well, this is a good topic. Oh man. Um, he's very. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Um. All right. I'm gonna say it anyways. He's very uh, like he he really wants to. Um, to do stuff all the time. Okay. Whereas I want to be more of like like an over-the-fence neighbor.
0: Do you know uh, what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, yeah, I got that vibe. I understand. Like, hey, how's it going? I'm going to go inside and take a nap. Keep those boundaries there. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be boundaries, you know, because if you don't have those up, then it's, uh I don't know, he'll like bring his kids over into my house, like unannounced. I'm like, dude, <laughs> Please and his kid's like standing in your yard uh yeah he's like taking a dvd that i have uh on my like tv and he's like bending it in half i'm like hey man your kid's trying to break my stuff
0: he's like oh yeah he just does that you're like yeah but don't don't let him do that like don't, yeah, please. don't let him do
1: that any any kind of neighbor that's like you tell him like yeah i gotta go to uh rainbow city and see a friend and he's like oh i'll go with you he's
0: like, yeah
2: he's that. like that and then he'll be like hey man Though so he is, he is kind of cool because he runs a brewery, but um, he like always wants to, me to be involved when I'm currently busy. Oh. He's a great guy. He's a great guy, but he's just he's too much for when I get home from work.
0: Right, you're ready to you know I mean? you're ready to chill out. You don't want to go into his living room and check out his latest purchase.
2: Yeah, and uh, it's always cool stuff too. it will be like, hey, here's my kegerator. Have you ever, you know what that is? A kegerator. Oh yeah.
0: I live in I, just, I live
2: in Portland. I know what a keg rater is. True. That's true. Never mind. I'm sorry, but I I don't. I'm I'm uncultured, and I didn't know what a keg rater was. <laughs> and he's showing me like all these things and uh, like blowing my mind. But still, at the same time, I'm like, dude, I just worked all day. <laughs> I just want to go inside, watch whatever's uh, trending on Netflix, and then take a nap. I just, Maybe I'm the bad neighbor.
0: I was just thinking. I don't know. I don't know how cultured you have to be to know what a kegerator is. I feel like that's a that's a that that, that can be a lowbrow type situation.
2: Uh, well, th- he's got like some antique one from like I don't know whenever they were invented.
0: Oh, <laughs> I don't know when a kegerator was invented. <laughs> he was. He's
2: a connoisseur. Let me tell you. And it'll also be like, he he buys this beer. It's called Unobtainium. Mm-hmm. And it gets re- it gets released every like cicada cycle, cicada birthing cycle. Oh man! Or something. I don't. I'm not too familiar. It's like every 16 years they release one
0: one bottle, one case, and he always buys it. He's got it all. He's hoarding it-, it all. I know what you're talking yeah. about. I I do know what you're talking about.
2: And I I I want to say on the record, he's the sweetest guy. But I can't hang out all the time. Gotcha. <laughs> also let's talk about something serious uh how come the pedal community is so nice like why is everyone like what do they have to hide and this is this is a, a conspiracy that i have
0: oh, okay you everyone, think it's a conspiracy
2: yeah for sure clint i've told you about this right i don't know if i was listening okay you probably you probably tuned me out like you usually do no, but I, I i
1: was i was listening i'm just scared
2: what you're about to say I, i'm about to say good things how come everyone is so
0: nice? I don't know. I have a theory, okay. though. I have a theory and I've I've said this before. I think it's because this industry attracts like minded people who have share some similar, not exactly the same, but similar values and tastes and and things like that. And everyone's different to a degree. But like, I think overall, we're all musicians so we're all kind of like creatively driven for the most part and we all kind of i think it just attracts a certain type of person and fortunately most of those people are pretty nice it's like the ones that are weird and mean like are are the they're they're the they're the oddballs everyone's like what's that guy's problem you know i I totally
1: see that i I, feel like everyone oh you, you go ahead
0: no, I was just saying. I think I think that's what it is. I think it's just the nature of the business attracts uh, overall, you know, nice people for whatever reason. I don't know why that is. It's but it's 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 so consistent. Like it, everyone notices. It's not a it's not a weird thing at all. So I think know. it's some like
1: everyone that is doing the, in the pedal community, they're doing something that they love doing and want to do, and it's not like about money or anything like that. It's just like something genuine
2: like some, they just they just love it and I think that's something that's really cool to see other people doing too I don't know well it's just it's unusual because like you know in the in the music scene a lot of the time uh people get divvied up into clicks you know like a competition almost yeah Yeah. it's like like based on your genre but in the pedal community um everyone's so helpful like everyone wants to see others succeed. I
1: mean, I want want to see others succeed for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I think that's what it is. There's, there's a certain degree of, you know, rising tide, raise all ships type of situation within the, within the community. And And I do believe that that's, that's true. And I think that has a lot to do with it as well.
2: Yeah. But the meanest person by far is Clint McDuffie. I swear to God, this guy just berates me. He's like, "Where's the artwork? I gotta have it now. We have to get these orders in." Um, you know, and then I I, I cry and I, I tell him, "You know, please leave me alone. I can't handle this right now."
1: It's a bounce off of that. I'm the one apologizing to others for your behavior. <laughs>
0: What, are you, what were you telling me off air how much you couldn't stand uh who was it uh, it was the Maris guys right you guys just could not
2: <laughs> well before they listened to this I was uh joking for the love of God
0: <laughs> I don't know it, it uh, seemed like seemed like you were pretty serious like uh, you're like oh man God. I really can't stand the is that Terry, that's Terry true and Angelo. that's what that's you true said. i can't I
2: was like uh listen Terry from Maris um, he's just too smart, you know? And it makes me mad. It just makes me feel inferior and like I don't know what I'm doing and, it's, you know, he's just so mean to us.
1: All jokes aside, I love every single one of those guys.
0: <laughs> oh, they're amazing. They really are amazing. Yeah. The whole crew yeah. over there is 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 fantastic. Well, the whole crew, there's three of them. But like yeah, Terry and Gina and Angelo, they're all just, they're the best. They're so good. And ironically, yeah. they were one of the the more recent tandem podcast. So you guys have that in condom in common.
2: Hey, more things we have in common with those guys, the better. Yeah. No they kidding. have, they have it going on. I mean, really, um,
1: I mean, they deserve, it. I mean, they, they, their stuff. I mean, it's just, yeah, I'm just blown away with some of the everything that they release. I mean, with the four, uh, you know, the Enzo and Mercury seven, it's just incredible to me.
0: Like, oh, the end zone. I've never That's
1: played right. anything. Like that. Uh, being at Eastside Music Supply in Nashville, making like a three-hour trip just to play that thing, and it's just, I'm not, okay, I,
2: I can't go down this conversation because I know I'll be talking about it a good bit. <laughs> well, let's talk about stuff. it.
0: Let's do it. Yeah, they let's make,
2: make good know. stuff, but they're just so mean to us. I don't know why. They bought us lunch, dude. <laughs> yeah, in like a mean way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: How do you buy lunch in a mean <laughs> way? Like you eat this hoagie. you eat it. Dude,
2: yeah, take these tacos, <laughs> you hungry. They take those tacos. That's what it was.
0: Yeah. Like eat oh, these yeah. tacos, you loser. You fat loser. Look, I can't eat it. I can't
2: keep I can't keep this ruse up. This ruse. Is it rue or ruse? I I think it's a ruse. 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 ruse? Did I say it wrong
0: twice? I don't know. Anyways, I barely speak it, English. I have no idea.
2: I mean, uh, English is a frankenstein language formed from like three different languages or something oh my god anyways uh so they bought us tacos in a very angry way um and then we keep seeing them everywhere i try and get away from them but you know they're at every nam pedal exhibition yeah
1: really uh they're just great guys (laughs) i am just ended that
2: (laughs) dude keep up the ad we gotta Trying to say how we hate them? No, I don't hate them.
0: Okay, I know you yeah. don't hate them. Here's a question for you. Ready? What's the coolest thing that has happened since you started this pedal company? Starting it. <laughs> I was going to say awkward silence. Is this is a bad. <laughs> like I don't want to talk oh, about never. this party with all the supermodels that we were at. I don't want to really want to expose that side of the industry.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I think. Um, I think. Well, I, well, it, uh, personal uh, opinion. Well, my opinion. I think uh, I remember is on the way back from um, I think from the Brooklyn Stompbox exhibit, and I got an email from whoever saying that we got a uh, best emerging manufacturer. Like there was some contest, but I didn't know if it was like a like a the real deal or something like that. And we were just talking. Uh, non stop, like you know, with people that went to the broken Stop Box exhibit, and we were like mentioning like the little contest thing or whatever. And like, you put in your vote with these, uh, like it's like little business cards, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, that was kind of cool. And really, I guess the, I don't want to say like the, like there was like a, a specific moment through it all. I think it's just uh, the fact that we're able to do what we really. I mean, what we love doing, like with pedals and being able to actually do the business. I think that's just the, one of the coolest parts. But I think uh, Taylor may have a different
2: answer. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. People buy our stuff. That's oh. the craziest thing ever. Like, we make things. People buy it. Wait, yeah. what?
0: Is that not crazy? No, it is kind of crazy. I totally get things.
1: it. things. Oh, wait. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, dude. Right yeah. That people care. <laughs> people care.
2: Yeah. And it's crazy.
0: I yeah. I really relate to that in a big way. Like
2: yeah.
0: in a little a little bit different in in some ways, but it's like whoa, people people listen to this. Like I try to remember like everyone like podcasters have a tendency to get h- hung up on their numbers. Like I'm in a bunch yeah. of different like podcasting groups and everyone's like, "Oh, how many downloads do you have?" Like, what's that? And I was like, "I try to like be the guy that's like, "Listen, if you have one download, you should stop and think about how amazing that is. Like somebody no, somewhere is like, wow, what they're doing is really great. If you have one person like consistently downloading, I know that's not like very sustainable. If you're like trying to make a, a business out of it or whatever, but you should really appreciate the fact that that is the case. And I really appreciate everybody tuning in right now because it's, there's a million different things they could be listening to or doing right now. And it's like, it's insane to me that I look at, I look at the, the map, and there's somebody in Australia that's downloaded it. I'm like, what? Well, it's actually like four percent or so. Dude, <laughs> you know, it great. really is.
1: Uh, it really is an incredible thing seeing, like, just from like the love and support, like, given, say, like, to this podcast, Tone or like to us, these Space, and it's just there really is so much to be grateful for about it. But like that qu- Well, oh uh, yeah. Well, I, I do.
2: Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but oh, uh, I do think they want to hear us beef with Maris. No, so fine. I think that we should. Go back to
0: it. <laughs> No, they don't want to hear that anymore. Trust me. No, uh, I don't want all to, hear right, to hear it anymore. I
2: don't want to hear it anymore.
1: But no, I think just like it's just and kind of answer the question about that. I think it's just the facts that I guess what uh, Taylor's an answer the fact that people care and it's just uh, we're just grateful to see where we're at. You
2: know, I, well, just, I mean, like the, I, the first love is creating something and then. Um, releasing it into the world, and then um, it's kind of like, you know, the the cherry on top that people actually um, care about. You know what we're all doing.
0: What did, was there like a moment for you where you realized like, oh, this is going to be a thing. This is going to be like a real thing that we can put effort into and see it grow, and you know, or was was there like a turning point?
1: Actually, yeah. Um. You go. Um. I, it's not like I'm gonna try to my best not to make this sound crazy sappy, but like, uh, before you know, we were Taylor and I were talking about you know the pedals and stuff like that. You know, I, this is why I was kind of in the outdoor industry, and really, I'm not like that big into like the whole outdoor kind of industry kind of thing. I was just like. I mean, I was just, uh, did a lot of management and business work with it. But it was just, um, me and my wife uh, relocated uh, from Birmingham to Gadsden. And I was kind of somewhere in a really low place uh, that I just, I felt like I needed to get out. And talking to Taylor all throughout it. And I was, I just say, you know what, just screw it. I just just, uh, dropped everything, quit the job I was at. And went 100% into deep space. And, I mean, he's got got to take the chances. I mean, of course, probably be prepared. But, I mean, like, be definitely prepared for it. But, I mean, it's just like um, make it or break it, I guess. I don't No, no, no. Not make it or break it. Just go. You got to. I don't want this to sound sappy but like,
2: is that why you said make it or break it? I don't know (laughs) why I said
1: that. You got a (laughs) man. Um, I mean, just do what you want, do what you love doing. You're passionate about it. Passionate about that's the word. You're
2: very passionate about it and you love doing what you do. And, uh, you know, if people enjoy what you do, that's fine. But, you know, I feel like you'd be doing this regardless. Yeah. If even just to like, um, make pedals that you found interesting and use them every once in a while. It shows. Yeah. And I don't know.
1: So, has, there's always like things like people are always holding back, like holding themselves back to doing something that they really want to do. And I think that's where, um, uh, that kind of happened with us. And we just kind you know, went hundred percent into it and seeing how far, uh, uh, how far it's gone. And we're just, um, yeah, we're extremely grateful for that. Yeah,
0: do you have any? Do you yeah. have any like advice, or or at least just personal anecdotes about like when was what what made you look at the whole situation and go, "All right, now's the time to really give this a try."
1: Hmm. Do you want to okay. ask that? Or do you want me to?
2: Um, you go ahead. Really, I
1: mean you don't know until you try it. I mean, that's really with anything I would, I would think, but I mean, of course, doing your research, of course, with it. I mean, like to elaborate more on that question, like, uh, being like prepared for it, like for doing, let's say like starting a pedal company in general, or just with anything.
0: Yeah. With anything. I mean, anything you kind of mentioned, just like doing what you're passionate about and, and, and just trying. Obviously, not everyone that listens to this wants to start a pedal company. I'm sure there are oh, yeah, some that do, but I feel like it's kind of a universal uh, application in 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 a lot of ways. In, in my viewpoint, and I just wondered if you had oh, any yeah. kind of unique perspective on that.
1: I think. Um, I mean, assuming that, like you know, with your passion, that you already have, you know, you already have a pretty good bit of knowledge of whatever to say, um, uh, say guitar building or pedals or anything. I mean, of course, do your research. Of course, uh, I do a lot of the, I do all the business stuff and I went to, you know, business school and all that stuff, but it's just like, definitely get a good grasp on that (laughs) because that definitely helps. But um, I mean, just kind of like I said a moment ago, uh, you don't know until you, until you try, you know, but I'm so bad at answering questions.
0: (laughs) well i kind of i don't know i i just feel like there had to have been a, a time and maybe we can if there's if, if it's hard to think of we can stop digging at this question but i there had to have been a moment where you were like you know what uh these you know f- these numbers kind of make sense and if if we can keep going at this rate or more then i can i can take the leap i can quit and i can i can pour myself into this entirely or was it just like or was it just kind of like forget it? I'm doing it. Like I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna do it with no real planning. It doesn't seem like that's the case, but I feel like there, <laughs> there I feel like there was a turning point. Was there not a turning point?
2: I, I think it's actually the latter for you because you were you were working at like North Face or something. Yeah, and, uh, and then you just got uh, you got fed up with it because it's it's just um, a dead. I don't want to say dead in job. that sounds like I'm making fun of it, but it's... well, it was a lot of. Um... I mean, there was of
1: course opportunities with it, but I really wanted to do what I really wanted to move, make this happen.
2: You, you were unhappy. And, oh yeah, right. I was very yeah, yeah and kind then, of
1: depressive state. Yeah, <laughs> and nothing
2: you remember. And then you decided, um,
1: you know, there was a lot of planning, definitely a lot of planning. I mean, it's just like forecasting for the future. But I mean, you don't really have the numbers right in front of you right off the bat. But then just going, um, going straight into it. I mean, of course you're taking chances, but I mean, like with any business, you got to take risks. I mean, That's course, all you like, can
2: do though. You know, you, you, yeah. you can't predict the future. You can only minimize uh, so much risk and you won't know what will happen until you start on it.
1: Yeah. I always have a backup. I think, you know, but, I, mean, I don't want to say backup. I mean, like just be secure, you know, I mean, don't go crazy. Plan, plan, plan. I don't know. What? You're looking at me weird.
2: I'm not. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so, so, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of feel that way too. It's, it's, for me, it was uh it was a lot of like kind of doing, doing both for a long time, you know, working full-time plus, and then also, you know, doing this on the side and working with a bunch of other companies on the side and, and trying to get it going. And what it, what it did for me, it was like, basically, I was working like a million hours a week. I honestly couldn't even tell you how much uh, altogether yeah. uh, between the jobs and between doing this and, and everything. But um, it got to a point where by by for me, for, by grinding that way for a while, it was able to kind of make it like to where it wasn't so scary to take the leap. It's like, OK, I've been doing this for a while, for a while, for a couple years. This much is coming in. I need this much to survive. Okay, it's time to go full blow, you know, full bore into it and see what happens. You know, to, I, I'm I'm a pretty conservative, like safe playing guy when it comes to that stuff, and yeah, uh, and so I'm, always I'm in the same boat. So. Yeah, I'm always interested to hear other people's perspective on you know, basically on kind of on entrepreneurship. Not to make it like one of those podcasts, but
2: oh no, no. you know, well, I mean, I, I think the other thing is that you know, if you do it and fail, um, it's not a bad thing. It just shows you that you can learn from that and then, you know, correct that next time. Yeah. I mean, we've already had a few, we've already failed a few times in certain aspects with deep space, but well, for I mean, sure. I mean, earlier we've I was, talk- come back. Yeah. Earlier I was yeah. talking about like the printing, like I, I, I messed up the printing. That was all on me. And then I, uh, I, I, I went back in, figured out what I did wrong. And then we got it right the next time, you know? Yeah. So a failure is just a, Uh, it's a part of the process. It's just a stepping stone. I'm not saying you're always going to fail, but I mean, there's going to be a point,
1: but don't ever give up on it. I mean, failure, I mean, it's just going to, it just means you're going to do it better next time. Even if you fail again, you're still going to do it better and better. Yeah. I mean, plan. I think that's the, a big point with that too, though.
0: That makes sense. Then you can kind of, Uh, mitigate some of those uh, unnecessary failures by planning like some things are unavoidable you're gonna mess up it just is but if you do take your time and look ahead uh, you can kind of avoid some of those pitfalls or unnecessary headaches basically
1: yeah I think time management is something that I could I would really really uh, point out to I mean time is I wish we we never have enough of (laughs) and I wish we did but um, with any business, just uh, manage your time, um, uh, smart. I mean, that's I really can't elaborate much more on it. I mean, I can, but I mean, just I don't know what else to say about it.
0: <laughs> What's some of the biggest lessons you've learned from some of those failures?
1: Hmm. Well, not to screw up, the, um,
2: what would you say? Uh, you know just don't screw up the printing <laughs> anyways that long conversation was just to get to the point where i'm saying you know always have your
0: calipers always have your calipers measure twice yeah. cut once
2: but yeah exactly
1: yeah exactly yeah i think um with uh i, I don't know I mean, there's a lot of lot of things, but it's just like I can't really pinpoint on what. Like, um, I mean, I know that we we failed a, a lot of things within the last year, but I just can't really uh, like point one out right now because like, I, I I don't know why. Uh, I mean, maybe because there's so many, or I don't know. I mean, I think uh, with release, like a uh, given time, like like with uh prior releases and stuff like that. Just enough time to stay relevant or something. I don't know. But I'm trying to keep myself from not making this into entrepreneur kind of podcast. That's the only thing.
0: Well, I mean, no, go for it. <laughs> Tell, I'm asking those kinds of questions. You just say don't try to edit yourself. Just say what's uh what's on your mind.
1: Hmm. Okay. Ramble mode. I think Eng- um,
0: engage ramble mode. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think, you know, with with us, you know, right off the bat, we, you know, just releasing like two pedals within two months. Of course, that's one thing that I think we definitely could have waited on and having not uh, given enough time for like uh, product releases. And then, you know, in between, like, say, like the goal and the trigger, we waited months and waited too long. And then, you know, have a schedule with any everything like we already have schedules for the, our next three to four pet up three to four products and uh, especially with it. I guess I'll elaborate more on the time management It's just like making up, giving enough time for you and your family and friends too. Because oh, that's, like,
2: that's my big thing is because uh, Clint and I both are workaholics and that bleeds over into, um, you know, your social life pretty heavily uh, and you can't let it. Yeah. You have to, you have to have a social life or, or you'll go insane.
1: Yeah. I mean, even if you're like, you know, you have to get this stuff done. I mean, just, I mean, just stop and give yourself some time. Cause I mean, you need it. I mean, you, it's, I think mental health, I think it's like a big uh, thing for everyone that we should all uh, focus on too. you know, just like what Taylor said, you need a social life to stay healthy overall.
0: Yeah, I I find that in this business that it can be especially easy to overwork because, (laughs) well, because a lot of the time what we're doing, you know, most of us got into this because we we really love some aspect of it. And so that doesn't necessarily feel like work all the time, even though it is. And it can be really easy to do too much of it. And it's like, well, I'm just working. It's fine. It's good to work. Right. And then it's like, well, yeah, but you do need you have other things you have to do too. And so it's uh, because because this industry is so fun, it, it all like oftentimes it's like, uh, you know, and one, my family will kind of poke fun at me They're like, oh yeah, you're working, right? Ha ha ha. So funny. Like. My like, family is, does the same. <laughs> like, like, this is fun. Like this is, this is fun, but it is sort of work, you know, in a, in a lot of ways we're working right now, even though it doesn't really feel that way.
1: Um, that's why, just just a joke around that. Why don't you come over here and build this pedal? Like,
2: <laughs> it's being dumb. Don't like, uh, don't your parents aren't they like? Hey, you make toys for musicians. I don't think they're like that. I make little wind up music boxes for all your friends.
1: I think, uh, that's, yeah, maybe once. I think that's probably yeah, maybe once they probably said that. I don't yeah, think so they
0: said happened. that. It happened. It happened. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You can't lie to me i know you too well you can't let yeah. me
2: i know all the telltale signs um i mean yeah you know just uh do what you love um and don't let it kill you oh, that's mm-hmm. a good idea yeah there's my there's my quote for the podcast let's put that on a shirt
0: put that on do a shirt what you
2: love don't let it kill you that's yeah. not a
0: bad. Th- hey, you were looking for a slogan earlier in the podcast. That's not bad. That's yeah. pretty good. I like that. You,
2: did you come up with a? Uh, you came up with a couple of slogans because you got jealous of. Um, not get jealous. You I just admired it so much. You said make make noise, not war. And then feedback is an art, dude. And you were <laughs> like, God, I like- wish we had a slogan. <laughs> we say go deeper, go home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, go deeper, get out. <laughs> go
0: deeper, get out. I like the other one better. I think let's switch slogans. Yeah. <laughs> let's switch slogans. Do what you love and don't let it kill you. I just think that's awesome. Yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, um, it is a tough thing to get started, but once you make that leap, uh, you know, the, the community is so helpful that you never feel alone in it. Yeah, don't, don't go into it thinking like money, money, money. Do
1: go about it. I mean, knowing that you're going to be doing something that you really do enjoy. I mean, unless you just want money. I don't know. Don't think of it like that. <laughs> and that's just with anything, I think.
0: Well, if You just want money. You, you should. As, as many guys I've talked to said, you should go into a different business if that's your only goal. Like, yeah, <laughs> because you're going to be sorely disappointed if all you're looking for is a, a windfall of cash. It's just not going to happen, most likely. Yeah, it's very rare, anyway.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: Well, yeah, you guys have been been with me for a while now, and uh, we we didn't really we didn't really get into uh, the the most important part of the podcast yet, and I feel Uh-oh. like we should we should probably do that. Here. I'm getting
1: scared right
0: now. Yeah, it's a big... I know, I know. It's a big deal. I'm not throw uh, up.
1: I'm so scared.
0: So and I, I want you... I'm going to pose this question to both of you, and you know, I'll, I'll save my comments until you've both responded. But what kind of pizza do you like? Oh, man.
2: Oh, dude, I just... Uh, my own pizza. I just made... Uh, so I took a it was like a 24 inch sub and I cut it in half, and then I made some pizza sauce, and then I, I spread that on there, put some mozzarella on there, and then I cut up some Italian sausage, and then I cut up some Roma tomatoes, put that in the oven for like 15 minutes. Hmm. All right, your turn, Clint. <laughs> Dude, you got
1: nothing on mine. What? Okay, so I used to make pizza. I used to work. Um, um, Oh, well, yeah. years you, and years ago i used already. to uh or for this uh local like uh pizza restaurant so i would get pretty funky with a lot of pizza but i don't know what it is but like over the years i've never i just get i just get tired you know marinara sauce and everything so my base is always going to be either barbecue or well i always love just the barbecue base but but um.
2: But you like anchovies, right? No. And you love pineapples. I don't like. And pineapple. you like pineappled anchovies.
1: No, that's not a pizza. That's like a des- like a sweet dessert. Oh, is it? That's something that you just categorize and like in the p- pizza industry. I know
2: you put spinach on your pizza.
1: I love spinach on the pizza. You're gross. Let me it's let disgusting.
2: me let me let me get this going.
1: So, barbecue base with, of course, I mean you can got to have chicken, chicken on it. I mean, I just just say a grilled chicken, spinach. And I've always liked having them super spicy, but uh, not pickled uh, jalapenos, but fresh. Because, I mean, it gives a little bit more of a a bite to it. Um, I mean, you can add other meats if you want to, but, uh, I mean, this is all, like, not thin crust, but just, you know, hand toss. So, yeah. That's pretty much my favorite kind of pizza, but I'll eat pretty much any kind of pizza. Not loads of, you know, red sauce, tomato sauce, marinara sauce, whatever you want to call it.
0: That works. That works. I'm trying to, I'm struggling with Taylor's a little bit. While that does sound delicious, I have a hard time classifying that as pizza, like actual pizza. It's like a pizza variant.
2: <laughs> oh, that that's a good point. It's like, well, it's like French bread pizza, but all right. Pizza, pizza, true pizza uh i just like double cheese and pepperoni
0: okay thin crust with thick crust what's happening oh
2: you? oh thick are you kidding me thick what? thick yeah wow i like some girth to my pizza or else i can't eat it like chicago yeah dude it's wow. gotta be the size of my face like deep dish yeah what is wrong with you it's delicious it, you know it's, it's it's maybe a bit too greasy at times but a casserole not well, no, actually I do like the grease. I like when the pizza is like a wet paper towel oh, and you can dip it around in the, in the, on your, it's always paper plates, never real plates. Yeah. That's the best.
0: I feel like you're just trying to like, trying to be abrasive right now. I feel like you're just trying to, come, you're just kind of come at me with some negative energy or something. <laughs> no, I'm always positive all the time. Clint attest to this.
2: No. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Wow. I did
1: wow. So at, at Winter N we ordered a pizza every night and we always had to get like split it down the middle different kinds of pizza.
2: Oh and yeah, we we ate pizza five nights in a row. Yeah. Wait, I mean, and then oh go ahead. But I, I do want to say, first off, your pizza was the best. Um everything else was subpar. Yeah.
0: I think it's I, I think Mari's is the place to go in that in that neck of the woods in Anaheim Anaheim's got it has a few like spots to eat. They're all really expensive because you're basically paying the Disney tax. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: about that. Yeah,
0: and I feel like uh, I feel like Mari's is 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 about is I it's I can't say it's my favorite pizza, but it's, it's my favorite pizza that I've had in Anaheim. So that's that's what I decided to order. Plus, it's really close to the convention center.
2: Oh, so uh, yeah.
0: I, I'm glad you enjoyed it
2: yeah I thought that was pretty good. I enjoyed it and I was starving. It was great, and I had no I have still I mean, until this podcast, I had no idea where the pizza came from. Um, so thank
0: you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> 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 I just still find it I still, I definitely find it a bit strange. It's like, hey, i'm gonna I don't know where this pizza came from, but I'm gonna eat it. that's a, that's an interesting. that's a power move. It yeah, is. you know
2: i I just followed the crowd and then everyone's like, Hey, there's some stuff out here, and I went. What stuff? And then I went out there, this pizza, and then I just blended in, you know. So I'm going up to John, saying, "You like to dunk on people." <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy.
1: He's a really good guy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, we've got it. We've got the uh, the hour mark down, boys. Is there anything else you guys want to say before we hop off?
2: I thought you were about to say something. Uh. Um, I had a joke I was going to tell, and it was really funny. Um,
1: there's always uh, we have a website thespacedevices.com uh, dot and listen to everything
2: in the Tone Mob because it's great.
0: Oh, thank you.
2: Oh uh, yeah, uh, subscribe to the Tone Mob uh, Patreon. Um, we just did. No, she don't tell him. He's supposed to be surprised. Oh, okay.
0: oh, oh man, thank you so much.
2: Oh, you ruined it, Clint. God. I can't keep surprises. I didn't know
0: he was surprise. You really uh, did. Yeah. I just checked my email. You really did. Thank you <laughs> Dude, so much.
2: I wouldn't care about that. This is a wow. great podcast.
0: Yeah. Th- thank you.
2: Yeah. So anyway, subscribe to the Tom Up uh, Patreon. Uh, give this guy your money. All right. You can't do it <laughs> without money. Uh, you know, let him be himself because, you know, in this economy, it's, you know, uh, you can't make money. Where am I going with this? What are you talking about? I don't know. You're not even helping me. Dude, I've been helping you this entire time. And you're not even going to help me. I'm sorry,
1: Blake.
0: Don't- <laughs> wow. All right, dude. Wow. That seems like a, a, as good a place to wrap up as any if you guys are down <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah, we're, we're
2: good at yeah, that. <laughs> but seriously, uh, thank you for having us on. And um, this has been fun. Yeah, thank All you right, so man. much, man.
0: Yep, yep. All right, guys, for Taylor and Clint, this is Blake. Good luck and good tones. All right. Everybody, I hope you had as much fun as I did with Clinton Taylor. You can check all their stuff out at deepspacedevices.com. And I should say that little mini synth thing, they actually did come out with that in between the recording and when this came out. And uh, it is called, let me see if I can pronounce this. This is a this is a hard one. I couldn't even pronounce a it. simple tongue twister earlier. Let me see if I can do this. Is the Antithicara Antithicara? I don't know if I said that right. I probably just butchered whatever it's actually supposed to say. But if you go to their Instagram, you can totally check it out. It looks like a ton of fun. So, yeah. Make sure you go to their website and check out all of their goods. Also, thanks for tuning in. You've made it to the end. You're the you're the real trooper. You're the, the I don't know. should give you like a gold star or something. If you need more of this action, you can always find it over at Patreon. Thank you all for supporting this. Thank you for supporting the show, telling a friend. This thing is really going crazy and uh, it's all because of you. Seriously. It was all because of you. Cause if uh, if it was just me, there would be no point to any of it. So thank you all so much. I'll talk to you next week and yeah, got a good one for you. It's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. Okay. Bye. One last thing before we totally sign off here. I just want to remind you